Yo, this your boy Miguel Hampton, aka Gelly Gel. This is Demond, aka Demond Does. What's up, everybody? My name is Damon. Trainer in the building. Welcome to Common Conversations with the Odd Fellas. Start it up. No topic is off the table. Superman don't go nowhere without his cape. We came together to cry, laugh, agree, and to disagree. So let's go. We got a whole new game. Now, what were you about to say? I have no flipping idea. Good. Challenging week. You're tired of talking to crazy people about COVID at work because you deal with COVID crazy people all day. It's crazy. Um, Well, you know, take a vacation. I'm I'm working on it. Trust me, my anniversary's coming up. Uh, And yeah, I'm going to get out of here. All right, cool. Right on. Dumb people. For all my people that are watching, sometimes you got to take a stupid people vacation. That doesn't mean you have to go anywhere. It just means that like today, like I'm not wearing my glasses. And one of the things that my wife would say to me when she don't want to talk to me, she takes off her glasses and she then looks at me and says, I can't hear you. <laughs> right. right, chew on that shit for a minute, right? Real talk. Uh, I oh wow. She takes you know no glasses on, and I'm trying to talk to her, and she's like, I can't hear you, as Amen. if. But uh, apparently, you know, so if you got to take a break from stupid people, take your glasses off. <laughs> Facts. Facts. You know, you can you can hear them. You just don't have to listen. That's all I'm saying. So, right. but yeah, man, how's your week been going, Demar? Uh, for the most part, it's been good. Um, I had an episode of Demond Does drop today. This is probably my, I know I said this last week, and I may say it again next week, but I've had a really good season so far. Um, I interviewed Derek Ferguson, who created uh, the character, title character Dylan, which is on, and if you're watching us, it's on, I guess you would be watching us right now, because they're going to be doing the po- listening to the podcast later. But anyway, I have a, I have a, uh, a book of his, um, uh, well, actually, he, oddly enough, he didn't write any of the stories in here. A bunch of other uh, writers did for the anthology. But anyway, his name is Derek Ferguson. Uh, Dylan is basically, if you combine James Bond, uh, Doc Savage, the old pulp hero, and Shaft, and uh, make him an adventure, it's it's action-packed. It's awesome. Love it. And he's and, carrying a sword. I'm not sure why he's carrying the sword. I haven't read that short story yet, so I haven't got that far. All but right. but um, you carry knives. This is true. Okay. Well, there you go. Never go anywhere without. And he's a professional. He's a professional swordsman. <laughs> sure, that sounds good. But um, Derek has been. He was. Uh, he was a great guest. He um, and we just. It was one of those things where they say never meet your heroes or anything like that, which I have, and it's yeah. That rings true sometimes, but he's one of the good ones, and it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. So All check right. out the check out the podcast. He's a he was a great interview. So dope. So we're gonna that check was. that out. Go to Demond does on all your podcast pieces on all the all the all the all the uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser. All the, spots. They're all out there. <laughs> and there's a ticker at the bottom of the screen. So if you're watching, you can check it out. If not, you know, y'all how to get there. Y'all, so it's been a dope week though. Real talk. Like, so last week was super dope because we took we went on vacation and the wife and I um on, as of Monday are celebrating 18 years long ass time marriage. Congratulations. Um, so yeah, man. So that's super yeah. dope. And we're enjoying that and having fun. And so, so the what, whole week we're gonna be celebrating. So what's the secret to 18 years? Um, as someone who's coming up on two, 
So, okay, if she's, if she, well, she, I'm not asking her if she cares. That's, that is how, that is the secret to staying married. Don't ask the spouse if they care. Just do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk. We were sitting out, oh. we were sitting out on the porch of the office today. <laughs> and um, we were talking about 18 years and, and she was, you know, we were talking about how people don't make it this long and um, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. And, um. And she said something like, you know, 10 years ago, we don't know. And I said, nah, we don't. And and so to answer your question, I said, yeah, because I don't know how to quit. <laughs> and so I said, my, great, my greatest weakness is I don't know how to quit. Um, and so we got to laugh out of that. And I mean, but honestly, I think it's being authentic, being real, um, being true to oneself and then being true to the union. And you have to define the union. Um you know, it was uh, one day maybe, you know, T and I will tell the story. You know, it's 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 not a it's not a smooth paved road marriage, mm -hmm. um, but no relationship that you're going to build, that you're going to develop is a smooth road. And so I think that uh, getting to 18 years is intentional. You have to want it. You have to want to build something together. You have to want to be in that relationship. And so. I'm sure there's a bunch of other shit we could throw out there in the wind, but this ain't that conversation. So let's go. Uh, right, so, right. but nonetheless, we went down to Gatlinburg up in the hills. Cause you know, the fam was like, yo, dude ain't going out in the public right now. So, um, but that was super cool. We all got to hang out, got some new business opportunities that are, that are coming along the pipeline. So that's hot during COVID. Cause we know it's been a long, empty pocketed ass year for yeah. a lot of small businesses. Well, a lot of business in general, um, but for a lot of local small businesses it's been a challenge anyway so but as things are starting to turn hopefully folks have, have made the right pivots um and opportunities are going to be coming and so you know right. give us give us an ability to, to kind of maybe rubber band back a little bit um but like other than that yeah man that's it that's all that's going on oh cool cool it's a lot so without trainer you know we we still got everybody who watches or tunes into the podcast y'all know how we start this bad boy right we start out um asking each other how we how we been because realistically we only see each other once a week uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but the thing is is that you know trainer tends to lead us with uh some you know flabbergasted ass question that we must answer and he always answers last it's so unfair right he answers last and he swear he swears the bejesus he doesn't uh, think about that it. he doesn't think about it first right you know yeah, so I'm, I'm not trainer you gotta relax you in, you in the trainer seat let's go all right my question for you all is are you afraid to break a thing in order to make it better are you afraid to break a thing in order to make it better this is a two-part question and the second part of that is... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Damon, you go first, because you made a strange face. He did, didn't he? What kind of thing are we referring to? Anything. Like it depends on the thing. I mean, <laughs> you want... If it's... Uh, wow. Um, Uh-oh, If it's... If it's... Well... Um, so, if... So we're talking, this will be fun to edit. This will be fun to edit. Okay, so am I breaking a thing to make it better? Yeah. Are you afraid to break a thing to make it, in order to make it better? Honestly, probably yes, because if it ain't broke, don't if it, if, it, if it's not if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Um, however, I, I that's a weeble wobble when we all fall out of. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a really you get there. Like, all right, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with yeah. I mean, oh God, just 
I mean, I'm just, I'm just on the fence of how do you break something to make it better? Like the just the idea of breaking something means that it's broke, means that it might no longer be functional. And breaking it also presupposes that you did it on purpose. That's the thing. That's probably the thing I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. So maybe you intentionally broke something, but I don't know how it makes it better. Okay, so I let's get, hypothetically say. I can, give it, I can give a simple example out of the medical field. Thank you. All right. So sometimes a, a person will break a bone and it won't heal right. So the doctor will re-break it so that it will heal properly. Well, you just said re-break. See, it that, was broken. It healed. So he has to break it in order he has to, make to re-break it. it. Right. To make it better. Okay, so you break my leg to make it better. Semantically, that's not the same thing. No, <laughs> that's what's it's bothering not. me. It no, bothers it's me. Not. What do you have an example? Do you have an example like okay. with a relationship or or anything else? Cuz that I okay. knew you were going to give me that example. Like I understand that one. Okay. <laughs> let's go with relationships. Please. All right, let's go. Um are there times where you'll need to break a relationship in order for it to be better? How, how do you break a relationship? You can break a relationship by changing the dynamics of it, changing the, the, the way in which you interact. That could be a form of breaking it. You can break a relationship by breaking the relationship off completely yeah. in order to put both of you all in a better dynamic, a better situation. And here's my personal example with relationships. My first wife and I, we, got, we needed to get divorced. We were horrible husband and wife. We did not fare well. But after our divorce, we spent more time together after our divorce than we did the entire time we were married. Well, and our relationship, our relationship was better after we broke our marriage and just so. stayed friends. Okay. Um, I now understand the question. Let's go. And uh, I think in that case, the answer result would, for me, would be always yes, because with, like with the relationship. Because if, if it needs to change and somebody... If, if it needs to change, if the dynamics need to change, somebody already knows it. One of us already knows it, probably both of us, but at least one of us consciously knows that. And if it needs to change, the conversation, the mature thing to do, which I can't say and I'm going to do all the time, would be to talk about what's going on and what that change is. So I, that's. So I'm just going to go out here on a limb. Typically the thing, like if you break my laptop, there's no making it better. That shit's broke. It ain't coming back. Real talk. If you break my car, you can't make break my car and make it better. So, I mean, philosophically, you know, Aubrey put on here, you know, you could break a, a bad habit and make it better. I don't know that you can break anything to make it better. Like, even the scenario of a nose. Like, if you break your nose, typically they have to re-break the nose to set it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Re-break. Uh, so... I, you know, to break a relationship, I would have to go on a limb and say the relationship is already broken. And yeah. that's why you're parting, right? Your marriage was already broken. My theory, my opinion. Um, it wasn't, you know, you didn't break it. You, it was already broke. That's, that's, that was the reason it wasn't working. You typically don't break shit if it's working. Unless you just got anger issues or just clumsy as hell. Like... I'm just saying, my wife tells me, she'll tell everybody, I'll tell everybody, I break shit daily. Like, it's not a day that doesn't go by where I don't accidentally break something. So that's why I buy everything in pairs. But um, because once it's broken, there's no fixing it. Now, I'm not saying you can't still use it. But you said this is a two-part question. That's my answer. Yeah, that's a, that, God, that's the first part. Jeez, I want to train air back. 
Wow. <laughs> man, man, we would get the poet. To, we would put the poet in that chair. Right. <laughs> I want the football player back. I mean, you guys. Wow. Right. You basically answered the second second part of the question was, is, does your answer depend on what the thing is? Yes. All right. So United States government, from the wisdom of my 16-year-old daughter, but even, okay, so I can't even use that example because we were talking about how systematic racism, racism exists in our in our country. Um, and in our spaces because government is broken, right? Police are broken, right? The system is broken. And, of course, the wisdom of the child says, the daughter says, no, it's not. It's doing exactly what it's designed to do. Right. Therefore, it's not broken, right? It's working exactly the way. So now here's a reality. Maybe we have to break it mm-hmm. in order to fix it. So, you know, in theory, if we're talking about a system, which it might be necessary to break the system in order to reset it into something else. That you've, you've talked to me about that in regards to business, never being afraid to make the change, being able to recognize and identify when you need to make that turn, when he, the process but you're pivoting, working. But pivoting is not breaking. If the process that you're, work, that you're using is not working. Right, then it's broke. Then the process But, but is you broke. didn't break it. Like the process. So here's the thing. If, if COVID-19... Broke a lot of businesses. Most definitely. Okay. The business was doing well. It was thriving. It was surviving or it was doing whatever your intended was doing. Right. And all of a sudden COVID, COVID-19, a pandemic hit you right in the jaw and you no longer have any customers. You're bleeding out money. Right. So in a sense, this pandemic broke your business. Right. So you either are going to walk away from the business Right. Mm-hmm. Or you have the ability to pivot into something new, new opportunity, new space, whatever. Even in your relationships to grow, but you didn't break it. Something else hindered it. Like even if you're, you know, I, I'm just saying you can't break it. I mean, you might break some shit to replace some shit. Like when I was a kid, um, once upon a time, I set a coat on fire because I didn't like it and I knew I could get a new one. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? That guy. So I, you know, I broke it, right? Oh so I could get something new to replace wow. it, not to make it better. I'm just, I'm just breathe. throwing it out there. Let that <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we all come from different places, and you know, this is about being authentic and telling authentic stories. I ain't gonna lie to you, and I ain't gonna make it up neither. Uh, <laughs> Wow. As my wife said, you must have been a really special kid. I was. <laughs> just as special as I am an adult. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Let's go. All right. So that was, I mean. That was my question. Yeah? Are you, would you be afraid to break something in order to make it Are you it afraid better? to break shit to make it better? No. Let's, let's trash it. So, okay, here's the thing. What is, what is one thing right now that you would break? We're going to pass on this make it better shit so we could get something new. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, you know, like, I, I don't want a new wife, so I don't break it. That's why we've been together for 18 years. All right. Real talk. Uh, My morning routine. All right. I need to tighten that up. So you need to change your habits. You need to break the old habits. Yes. As Audrey said, and make some new ones. Yes. All right, dope. What about you? Pretty much the same thing. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. You want to break your habits? Yeah. You want to break up with your habits? Oh, most definitely. All right. So, oh. you, can, so you can create some new habits. Yeah. All right. Sure, a lot of people out there want to break some old habits so that they can create some new ones. What kind, what kind of habits? I wonder what kind of habits our audience would like to break. Go ahead and uh, let us know because uh, 
I like interaction. Don't yeah, know about okay, you guys. Yeah, you know, if you're out there listening to us, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, you know, go out there and throw us. Say, okay, if you got some bad habits and you want to break your bad habits um, and adopt some new ones, let's toss it out there. Like maybe if you're married and your wife only has sex with you once a week and you want it twice a week, that would be a bad habit. Y'all want Y'all have a bad habit of having sex once a week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a matter of perspective. <laughs> well, man, it takes two. You got to ask permission. I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> uh, the hole just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> people are doing it once a week? I mean, some people, I mean, I don't know. Some people do it once a week. I don't know what everybody some does. People. I'm not even sure what I do. I don't mark it on the calendar or some anything. Some people ain't getting uh, none. They, and they, you know, who knows? They, that's a broken marriage. They, well, it might not be that, a broken marriage, but it's definitely something broke up in that day. That's a broken marriage. <laughs> a broken marriage. Wow. <laughs> I said it. It needed to be said. All right. So Desiree throws out there. She says, I need to break up with worry. Um, You know, I can't help that one. I agree. You should break up with worry. You know how you break up with worry? For all my, my good Christians out there in the world. Oh, this would be really good. I'm going I'm to just, just tell you real quick. It ain't up for debate. You want to break up with worry. Believe in God. There it is. Yeah, I'll let y'all let that breathe. Y'all breathe. Y'all pray. Y'all do whatever you need to do on that one. Because um, if you believe in God, like real talk, you know, here's it. For my non-Christian people, believe in something bigger than yourself. Because at the end of the day, then you ain't got shit to worry about. Like, I believe in me so much, I'm not worried. I believe in God so much, I'm not worried. Right. Don't get me wrong. I can have concerns. I can even be stressed out a little bit. I might even complain because the wife will tell you that shit happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but real talk, I'm not really worried about the I'm not worried about what's coming. Right? Because I know that I'm gonna do the work. It's gonna be there. I believe in God and God said, you know, one of the things that we're gonna talk about, and we're already talking about is resources, right? Mm-hmm. You know, God gave believe in something greater than yourself. So if it ain't God, then you know, Allah Buddha, still all gods, whatever. Even if you're Greek, Roman, whatever, you still believe in a God. So let's go. If you Wiccan, you believe in a God, whatever you want to call it. So Okay, so here it is. <laughs> Go ahead, you, you cut me off whenever you're ready. Man, you seem perplexed over there. Well, the reality. I want to. I want to hear his explanation. Oh, uh, the explanation is just this, right? You, the individual you, the proverbial you, we have everything that is required to do what we want to do. We choose not to. So if you're worried, I'm picking on you, mom. By the way, so everybody knows Desiree is my mother, and she's gonna probably cuss me out later. Um, but she doesn't cuss because she's a retired pastor, and there's a reason why I'm using this. Uh, <laughs> so here's the deal, right? Um, she's on the other side of the screen, which helps. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's go because we would had this conversation in real life. But the reality of it is, is God, you have everything you need, right? You, you don't, you don't need anything else, right? If you, if you right now, if you're hungry, I guarantee you have food in your kitchen. If you got a kitchen, might not be what you want to eat, but it's there, right? I want to start a business, right? Not me, because I already have one. Um, But let's say out there in the world, I want to start a business. Okay, cool. You got your mind. You got a couple of ducats. You can start a business. The only thing stopping you is you, right? I want to start a podcast. Okay, cool. Well, we know by demand, all you need (laughs) is a lavalier mic. And a tape recorder and a cell phone. Let's go. And the truth be told, that is all you that is all you need to start a podcast. Yeah. Right? I want to be a better photographer. Well, go take pictures. Take pictures daily. I want to edit video and audio. 
right? Go start editing video and audio. You want to, you want a new job. Apply for a new job. Like it's really the things, things in life in terms of the things that we want, in my opinion, are really simple. We have all the resources. We really do. So if you want to stop worrying, stop. Wake up tomorrow. I know we're humans. It's hard. Bit of Real a challenge. Talk. But if you wake up tomorrow and have, what did she put on there? God has given us everything we need to do more than survive. Faith is truly the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things yet seen. True story. Let's go. So here's the mm -hmm. thing. Wake up tomorrow and stop worrying. Live your life. Right? Because here's the thing. If you die tomorrow, what you worried about today? The Bible says take no thought for tomorrow. Take no thought for tomorrow? Yeah. Cool. I'm saying it now. No, I'm just playing. Bible said it first. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother conversation. I don't want to piss anybody though. off. Got uh, you. Got you. <laughs> so uh, what it do? What it do, Sharon, in Memphis? Let's go. Love to have you. Um, that is my mom. What's up, mom? Hey, Mom's mom. How two? you doing? I was like, Sharon in Memphis. Wait a minute. I know a Sharon in Memphis. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. So what, what else out there in the world? Like, I know I'm trying to think about what I would like to break so that um, I could, I could, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know if I want to break anything. I, wind. I want to, huh? Wind. I want to break wind. Yes. Man, I almost threw up earlier. I would have preferred to have broken wind. <laughs> Let the gas oh, flow, not goodness. the acid. Um, <laughs> <sighs> but um, I can't even say let that breathe on that one. Uh -uh, hold that breath. <laughs> yeah, I it's like I can't breathe. Really, like oh. <laughs> it's like oh. I got some things I want to repair. I don't know if I have any things I want to break right now. Um. And uh, I think we, you know, we're, we're on a pathway. I, the, the love, I love what COVID has done for us, or at least me personally. Um, COVID made me take a backseat to life, at least the life I was living, right? Mm -hmm. um, things weren't always working out the way that I wanted to. Um, things weren't lining, aligning. And there were things that were happening behind the scenes that I wasn't seeing, you know. And COVID made everything stand still. And so... You know, in, in the midst of chaos, mom taught me and, of course, a bunch of books, right? If you, you know, in the midst of chaos, the people who stand still in the middle of it survive it. And so prior to COVID-19, I was already in the midst of some chaos, right? COVID-19 added more chaos, but it was out of my control. And so at that point, it forced me to stand still and then begin to look at things. And so that's the win, man. I think, and I think a lot of people that that help people stop with worry. So if you're one of those folks out there in the world, and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm worrying," mm -hmm. what's coming next? Stand still. You yeah. don't see it all. It's interesting that you say that because since we're talking about the Bible, I think one of the um, two verses that really, or two stories that capture this, is Moses at the Red Sea. He tells the people, "Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord," um, and God gave them salvation. Later on, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Sometimes we, we do need to be still. We need to know how to be still. And it and doesn't always necessarily mean a lack of activity. Uh, because even as you are being still in the midst of the chaos of COVID-19, you're still active. There's still things that you're doing. But learning that that ability to to stand still in the midst of the chaos and not be swept up by it, not be so distracted by it that you lose sight and focus. And as you, I agree with you, if you want to stop worrying, trust God. This is your mother, this is your mother said. Yeah, true story, you know. And if you don't trust God, trust you. 
shit. I ain't got nothing else for you on that one, bro. You know, I guess we'll let that one breathe as well. We will absolutely. We can Most get it because not definitely. everybody believes in God, but this True. ain't that show. So this, it can be. So if your group of y'all want to no, go here and have no, show, no, you know, no, 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 this, 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 oh, no, yeah, no, 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 but all right, on our journey to self-development, here we are, right? The platform is here, resources. I, I love the idea that, you know, mom asked a question about worry, right? How do we stop worrying? Because right now everybody is in this pandemic. Uh, some people are taking hits to the jaw financially. Some people are taking hits to the jaw literally. I was hot. reading something the other day in terms of domestic violence and child abuse, and it's 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 already it, it already runs rampant in our community. But right now things are, are, are kind of running unchecked because of COVID-19 and the social distancing. So for all the, the, the people who are out there in the world struggling on a higher level, like in a, in a deeper situation, you know, I, I wish you peace um, and freedom soon. Um, but uh, there's resources out there for, for those folks as well. Um, but we wanted to have this whole conversation about self-development, uh, growth during COVID-19, and uh, networking and resources. Yes. Yes. All yes. right. So let's, right. you know, not like Spectrum or CBS or ABC or ESPN or nah, Food Network. Of, okay. So what kind of? So I, I figured we freelance this conversation a little bit. Okay. Um, because it was a conversation that y'all wanted to have, and I was like, no, but <laughs> let's go. We're convincing. Um, yeah, there it is. Y'all are. Y'all pulled my leg. You know, no gas intended. Uh. <laughs> no gas, all ass. Wow. There it is, right? Yeah, I went there. <laughs> beans, baby, beans. Remember, we put bullets in the in the jar for the day. Um, if you want to help us buy more ammo, go ahead and hit that PayPal. Uh, me, F-I-V-E-N-T, and, uh, you know, patronize us. And no, I'm just saying, let's go. So, so resources, right? Resources and networking. So where, where we want to drive this conversation? I mean, because it can go anywhere. Like we could talk about networking events, networking with people. We can talk about networking with so on social media. You know, we can use specifically networking to grow a business. That's typically where I'm at. Or maybe it's just networking to build, build personal development resources and things like that. Where we want to go, y'all? Uh, I want to ask, uh, Damon, what is your experience with, uh, networking and, um, and these sorts of things? I guess my, the bulk of my experience has, has been in the cooking, uh, my cooking experience in my years there, um, having those lines of communication, having those people that you can always reach out to if you're having a problem with a recipe, having a problem, uh, figuring out how to make something, the particularities of it. I've always had great resources in those arena. My grandmother always been a great cooking resource for me. Mm. I remember when um, I was working in Cleveland at um, this uh, whole, was a competitor for Whole Foods. My executive chef said she wanted to do um, a spin or more upscale spin on soul food. And the first person I called was my grandmother because my grandmother was the first person to teach me how to cook. So my grandmother, we sat and we talked that conversation and translated into some really upscale uh, soul food that sold very well in our store. The people were amazed at uh, how we could create it for one thing, and it, it was worked very well. So for me in my cooking, my grandmother's always been a great resource. That makes a lot of sense. All right. The reason I ask is because, you know, I've had uh, different types of networking experiences from the formal networking to like going to a 
networking event and passing out business cards, which always seemed like a waste of time. But I did meet two super cool people that I still talk to this day on a regular basis. So there is something to be said for that. I mean, uh, passing out business cards lightweight sucks, right? Unless you got a cool-ass business card or you collect business cards. Which I do neither. So that's why I don't do that anymore. Networking, uh, it's a hit-and-miss hit thing for, for me personally because sometimes I'm not— if you don't go into a situation like that with a goal in mind, like, and it, it may be to pass out X amount of business cards or to meet a certain person in a certain industry, whatever, whatever your goal is. If you don't, if personally, if I don't come go in there with something in mind, it'll be, it'll feel like waste of time. Yeah, you know true I mean? story, true story. So, I don't know, that's, that's I mean, my take story, on it. I mean, the thing, about, the thing about networking is this, right? You do it every day. Most people just don't realize it. Like, so when you're in business, you know, I think originally people used to think about networking as really marketing and sales. And, you know, it's out there. You're trying to push something. You're trying to, you know, force somebody to engage or buy something they may or may not want, yada, 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 right? But, I mean, the key, to, the, key the thing about networking is just that, right? Meeting new people. So if, you're, if we're talking business specifically, it's about building new relationships, Right. Some people will say it's about finding new friends and that might be your intent. Like if you're a networker out there in the world and you're like, man, I need new friends. I, I need new people to hang out with. You know, that might be the purpose of your networking. Right. So you're, you're going to the bar, you're going to different events or, or, or trade shows or whatever it might be. Maybe not in COVID, because right now you might be using social media to do a lot of your networking. But it's about building renewed relationships and, and finding commonality amongst people or amongst different individuals. And but you're right. You do have to have kind of a reason. And, and I think that's why I've always hated the whole idea, like, go to the networking thing and hand out your business card. You know, how many, you know, yes, get, hand out business cards. Hands, if, you, if you are in business, definitely you should be handing out business cards as much as, as much as much as you possibly can. It is the fastest way to get your name out there, right? You can buy a couple thousand business cards for 25, 35 bucks, and you're off and running to the, to the horses. But the reality of it is, is if you hand out a business card and you walk away from the individual that you're talking to, you didn't really network. You just handed out a business card. You didn't get the person's name. You didn't share a story. Um, you didn't engage for, you, you just, A, you didn't engage, number one. So you didn't, you didn't build a bond with that person. Um, number two, you know, you just hand them a business card and say, go fish, as if they're going to, what, look you up? Google, well, now they'll probably Google you, maybe if there was some interest. But what did you leave behind that gave them any interest? So network is, is an intentional thing, right? You know, so I remember, I remember one time I was on a plane, uh, man, years ago. And uh, I don't know where I was flying back from, but I was I was going somewhere. We're on a plane. And so I'm, I'm not I'm more of an introvert who has an introvert style. Right. Because I've always been in sales. But realistically, I don't really like talking to people in that, so in, in, that, in that first engagement. Right. So I'm not really the person that's going to walk in the door and break the ice, so to speak. However, sitting on a plane, uh, me and this guy, you know, we just start we just start chopping it up. God knows I have no idea what we were talking about. I really don't. Um, I just remember he did something really unique. I always thought he was in the wine and spirits business. Um, find out he was in the, the animal pet business. You know, but the crazy story is we both part ways. Um, and about, I don't know, a couple months later, my phone rings. And, you know, hey, this is so-and-so. We just met. We met on a plane a couple months back. And I was like, oh, cool. He said, I remember um, you do X, Y, Z, right? And at the time we were in promotional products as hundred percent of our business. And I said, yeah, we, you know, we, we can, you know, we basically make products, right? So we can put your logo, your name, your branding on different, different items, um, that you're going to do giveaways or whatever. At the time they were developing a new product. 
And long story short, he was like, hey, we would like you guys. We'd like to work with you guys. I love what you said on a plane. Again, I still don't remember what we talked about. The point is, is that we apparently had a deep enough conversation that we both remembered each other enough so much that he had a need. And apparently I spoke at that time about being able to fulfill certain things that he had the capacity to say, hey, Miguel, I'm interested in doing business with you. Um, and that's and that's really kind of what networking is like. It wasn't no there was no intent on that plane ride. Now, if you think about networking in that sense, how many people prior to COVID and maybe even now in COVID, do you actually have authentic and real conversations with? You know, do you sit next to someone or, or bump, to, bump into someone at a grocery store and have any real engagement in terms of who they are? And do you actually share who you are? Or is it that we're, we're so busy? And that's one thing COVID did for me, too. It reminded me not to be so busy in my life um, that, A, I don't engage new people. And B, I continue to engage the people I know um, because right now yeah. the, the reason my business is surviving COVID-19 is because of the people I know. And a lot of businesses are like that, right? Yeah, networking has to be intentional. And I think you have to, there's some authenticity that has to happen in that process. You know, the, the whole building of this show was all about what? Telling people who we are, what we really do and how we do it, right? And telling telling real stories. Um, and, and in a sense, we are networking with a whole bunch of folks we haven't seen yet. We haven't met. You know, we're telling them who we are, what we do. We tell them our fears. And at the end of the day, we, we look human. I'm not, but we look human. Most of the time. <laughs> Fuck y'all for yeah. looking at me funny. <laughs> I, I Well, I take, I, take, I take this off when I get home. You know, it gets hot. <laughs> Real talk. Let that take off the muscles, right? <laughs> take off this belly. Um, <laughs> but um, they yeah. they model that Jason Momoa uh, Super Bowl commercial off to me. That's what I do when I get home. Just yeah. you know. So I mean, but so yeah, go. No, this is as I'm listening to you. What, what keeps coming to my mind is authenticity. Yes, you in, in the plane ride, you were authentic enough in that moment, just shooting the breeze back and forth, that he remembered you two months later when that need arose. He was like snapped he knew exactly who he wanted to call yeah and he called you and i think that sometimes you know our avatars we are so social media minded that maybe uh, bits of our authenticity gets lost in social media it's lost in how we project or portray ourselves um big like i need so many like craze i think sometimes <laughs> that maybe we aren't as authentic as we need to be Oh, I mean, hell yeah. I know. Before COVID-19 and social media, people weren't as authentic as they needed to be. There was a whole bunch of lying motherfuckers running around. <laughs> right. You know, that's that whole fake it till you make it. No, motherfucker, tell the truth. Right. <laughs> you know, you don't own that Bentley. You rented it. Uh, <laughs> you walked in front of it. <laughs> you just leaned on the side of it. Like, well, look at me. I took that selfie. Um, let's go. You asked earlier, how do, how do, how do you make it to 18 years of marriage? Right. Um, being authentic. Understanding that People, we as people are not perfect, right? Um, but being authentic in developing relationships, that's networking. You, you have, how, how do you form a bond or a kinship with someone um, if you are, in a sense, living a lie, right? Now, other part is, there's a, there's a pro and a con to that, really, into being authentic, right? And we all know it, maybe we don't, but one of the cons to being authentic is, is negative feedback, right? People may not, ex may, people may not accept you for who you are. Right. And sometimes that's for people, that's why it's hard to be authentic. Right. Because, you know, I know something about me that you might not like. Now, I'm not telling you if you, you know, do stupid shit to go out and tell the world that. Um, 
But here's the thing. So authentically, I cuss. I cuss often, right? Prior, prior to this show, there was a whole bunch of people that didn't know I use swear words. Which is hilarious to me. <laughs> Real talk. Right. But now if you listen to this show, you know, absolutely, I have a foul mouth, right? And it's, and it's just, it is authentically who I am and who I have been since I was probably in first grade, Right. Right, you on it, boy. I could cuss you out with my man. I could spell my name, but I could drop the F bomb with the best of them. <laughs> He's that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? In, well, the spirit, in the spirit of Trinity, you gotta relax. Yeah, but you it makes me relax. who I am. You know what I mean? My daughter one day during breakfast, we went out and had breakfast because that that sometimes is one of our things. And she was like, Dad, you cuss a lot. And I said, I know. And then she said, Do you even know the origins of the words you use? I, said, I love that child. <laughs> I said, um, I said, well, let's break it down at breakfast. And so we broke down the origin of every cuss word. You know what I mean? And so some of them I absolutely knew because not going to use. Well, yeah, well, I'll use a word. I don't know where it came from. Uh, <laughs> I'll even make up a word if I didn't. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Then I can say I, I made it up. But yeah, so the, the reality of it is we broke it down. But that's being authentic. Definitely. Right. And so, you know, the cons, yes, you're going to get some negative feedback. Some people may have some choice words. You might develop a hater or two out there in the world. Um, but you ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Right. You got a life to live. Let that shit breathe um, and move on. You know. Networking takes time. It really does. Like, people sometimes don't want to do networking. They're like, I don't know how. In, in the professional world, sometimes um, when we have employees or teams, we assume people know how to do a thing. And when you've not done it, you you kind of assume it's something that it may not be. True. And so, it, it, it's, it, you know, so networking, if I, if I wanted to do a really quick, cool, funky comparison to sales, if you tell somebody, ooh, you know, I need you to get in a sales job, most people take a negative connotation to sales. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do it. I've never done it. I don't know how to talk to people. I'm, no. They get into this piece and, and I kind of look at them sometimes like, Jesus, it ain't that bad. Like really, it's just having a conversation with someone, you know, because the reality of it is, is great salespeople don't sell products. They sell themselves. Um, yeah. And so that's networking, right? Networking is, is, is really presenting yourself sharing yourself, um, like Damon said, with intent, right? And so maybe the intent is to maybe move a product or to be able to show a product. Or maybe that intent is to build a resource and human capital um, that you might have the opportunity to spend that equity down the road. Um, maybe that intent is to have a relationship or to further your relationships. Damon, I think off camera or, or Tuesday we were talking um, and you said something about finding mentors, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes networking is about personal and self-development, right? And so th there might be someone out there in the world that you, you've met or you've run into or you read a book about or whatever and you're saying man I, I would love to learn more about that person all you got to do is reach out to them and it's and it's not that hard um networking is just that you know pick up the phone and call somebody you know accept the fact that not every you're not always going to get a yes um and not everyone is going to be receptive in the beginning however if you're consistent um and you and you push the envelope then you know folks will you, you'll find that over time relationships are forged um even in social media you know, people use social media and they're out here yammering. Trust me, I'm one of them that's yammering on, on, you know, 18 different whatnots. And sometimes I want an immediate return. But the reality of it is, is that some people don't, they, they like your stuff, but they're not following you. And there's a difference, right? There, there, there are people who are liking, there are people who are following, but then there are people who are, who are actually engaging, right? And so even that takes time. So, you know, what are your goals in that relationship? Likes, follows, engagement, like, follow, engagement, sales, like, follow, engagement, sales. What's next? You know what I mean? Um, starting a podcast, it takes time to develop those relationships. But it's all about networking and understanding also how to use those resources as you're developing them. But yeah, man. Uh, we talked about the system and 
uh, breaking it's shit. Not, it's not broken. Doing what it's designed to do. As we bring in networking in the social climate of where we are today, is it is it the same? Does it operate the same? I don't see why it doesn't. I mean, somebody somebody out there might say no, it doesn't. I think networking still works the same. Question is, are you are are you intentionally networking? Right. So hypothetically, let's say you're 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 displaced. Right. During this time, you're laid off. Maybe your company's closed, whatever, whatever the happening. The fastest way back to work is looking at what resources you have in terms of the people that, you know, and intentionally calling them and saying, hey, you know, I lost my job and I'm looking for another job. You know, here, where's the opportunities at? Now, this doesn't mean that you actually have to take what people offer um, because it may not fit you, but making making the headway. Right. So absolutely. I don't think it changes. I think I think in many cases, um, it's going to behoove us as people to network more um, and get to know our neighbor more and, and really look at what our true resources are, because as things get if things are to get worse, um, we're going to we're going to re- we're going to have to rely on each other a great deal more. If you're in business right now, you know, one of the keys to this and, and, I, and I can I can be I can fess up because I haven't done it well. Um, not to the extent that I know how, but this is the time where you, you're probably being pro, you know, not probably, you should be being proactive in reaching out to all your customers, not to sell them something, but just, just simply to say, Hey, hi, how are you? You know, how is business, right? Are you, are you surviving this thing? Um, is there something I can help you with? Even, you know, and, and the reality of it is, you know, you never know until you ask and, and, and building these relationships. So no, I don't think it's different. I think the same thing on Facebook. I, I do think that we're, we get clouded sometimes, definitely in social media where we're just constantly pushing, 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 and constantly asking, 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 asking. Um, but I mean, that's no different, you know, I, I, but I think in social media, there's, there's no harm in following and DMing somebody, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying DMing them for the nasty stuff. I'm just saying DMing them in a message and saying, yo, how you doing? Real talk. And, and, and then with protests, right? We got a lot of pros. We got civil unrest going on across the country. Let's arrest the cops who, who, who killed Breonna Taylor. You know, how often are we reaching out to our friends who are out here protesting? Right. Because that's, there's a lot of trauma that's being created in that process. Um, and, and whether it, you know, we can have the debate, whether it's self-inflated or whatever that bullshit is that people want to breathe, but you know, are we reaching out to our, our friends and our family who are struggling in that relationship? Right. Cause there are a lot of race issues that have happened. I was on a, you know, we earlier on this year, we were on a conference call and, and, um, there was a, there was a black lady who's married to, she's in an interracial relationship with married to a white man and privately to share the fact that her, their marriage is struggling because of today's racial issues. And that's real, Right. And, and I hope that her friends create safe spaces, both for the two of them to speak um, and learn some things about themselves. But again, that's networking. To answer your question, no, I don't think it changes. I think we have to do more of it. Shout out to Bobby Joe because he gave his fish. We've been we've been neighbors for 16 years, and I'm I know I'm a weird neighbor. Real talk, because I just be like yo deuces and, and go in the house. But man, I'm seriously been reaching out all year. Like that's that's super dope, right? Um, and it, and it feels good to me. I'm still a strange neighbor, but you know the fish was dope. But let's go. Um, when you at, when you said uh, is it different because of COVID nineteen? The first thing that popped in my head was the tools are different, but networking is the same. Your networking, build it, man. Just be intentional about what we're doing in this life. I mean, it's we with the last two shows. You know, we we talked about or the last show we talked about behavior change, right? Um, this just tags into it, right? So if we're trying to do something new, if your business is trying to change, you're trying to create new habits. Um, if if outreaching to new people, um, if outreaching to your existing people or, or folks and friends is not part of that good habit, maybe this is one of those habits you change, right? Um, you talk about breaking. So let's break the bad habit. 
so that we can make room for new ones. Um, if worrying is is part of your 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 habitual nature, well then let's let's start working on that on a daily basis um, until we can eradicate you know worrying, right? And so the thing is is you know let's start working, let's start being proactive and working on the things that make you worry. And that, that might be the, the real goal there. In the show prior to that, we talked about having goals and, and reaching those objectives. You start mashing these three shows together or, or these three these three new tools um, during COVID-19. And you'll, I, I think people will be fine. They'll find themselves doing some amazing things um, become the end of the year, right? And this is the perfect time to start implementing these things with a lot of people being home and stuff. So this, I think this is coming at a perfect time. So Absolutely. I mean, you ain't got shit else to do. Right. I mean, really, like, I mean, how much you can watch a lot of Netflix. Trust me. My daughter watches a shitload of Netflix. Um, but real, real talk. I was talking to my wife, you know, and then this is this is this is a scary thing, you know, but I said something. I said, hey, you know, maybe I got a good 10 more 20 years in me. You know, are we going to live it or are we going to sit around, you know, concerned about what we things that we can't control? Right. I can't control a pandemic. I can't control COVID-19. But I can't wake up every day and live my best life, right? I can go, I can live every day and go after Let the that things breathe. that I want to achieve, you know? Um, and we can live our best life together, right? You know, there are people out here who who are covered in debt. And if it's if it's your goal to get rid of the debt, then every day work, work toward getting rid of it. Yes, it's a struggle. It's always going to be, well, it doesn't always have to be a struggle. But if you work on it, if you wake up and work on it and face it every day, but at some point in time, it just, it's going to be gone, right? Because you're, you're working on getting rid of it. So, man, live this life. Fuck what you heard. And this is Common Conversations with the Odd Fellas. If you like the podcast, if you like what you're seeing on Facebook, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, share, and or like. And if you're really digging it and you want me to keep throwing money into the money jar, that tip jar, go ahead and hit the donate button. You know what? It costs to make this thing happen, and we didn't ask you to pay to listen. But I am now. Let's go.